Welcome back, folks, to the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast. Yeah. On today's show, we have the Light Fair show director, Dan Darby. That's right. A 34-year trade show veteran. That's a long time. Darby yeah. is the show director for Light Fair, the world's largest annual architectural and commercial lighting trade show. He built his career um, marketing some of the largest market-leading events in the industry, including the Atlanta International Gift and Home Furnishings Market, um, NY Now, Surf Expo, the original Miami Beach Antique Show. Prior to joining Lightfair, he was Vice President of Marketing at Informa North America, overseeing centralized marketing services for the company's infrastructure, construction, and real estate portfolio, including AIA, Green Build, World of Concrete, the International Surface Event, and the International Roofing Expo. Sounds like a boring portfolio. <laughs> Concrete. I'm exhausted just hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, just joking. But, you know, before we get to Dan, Greg. Yes. we got to talk about the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors. Hey, folks, you know what? Great association. We have our own event coming up in September. But I want to tell you guys about these great countermats. Greg. We got a shit ton of these counter mats, and if you want one, let us know, and we'll send you one. The only problem is it's the old nailed phone number, but who cares about that because it sits on your counter and identifies bases, base types, all that sort of stuff for all you nailed members out there listening. Give us a, give us a call or an email at info at nailed.org, and we'll get you one of your own counter mats, Greg. <laughs> and, of course, uh, we're at the uh, Arclight Summit, September, what, 13th, Greg? 13th through the 16th, yeah. And be there at B-Square. Dan Darby, how's it going? Real great. Good to see you guys. Good to see you as well. Um, you know, show direction. You know, in the age of pandemic viruses, um, first of all, how you feeling, and do you need therapy? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it, it's funny you say that. I, I, again, almost thirty-five years in trade shows. I got to say, the show last year is certainly the most challenging show we'd ever done. And it, it's just because there were so many things just out of our control, you know, with trade shows, you know, it's kind of like the wizard of Oz, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain kind of thing. Uh, things are always happening at a trade show that, you know, our clients should never know about, you know, we're, we're, we're fixing things that happen. There's, you know, when you have almost 30,000 people in one building, something's going to come up, but you know, with the pandemic last year, we were, we were, you know, incumbent upon rules from the federal government, the state government, and the local government. And, um, you know, we just did everything we could to keep our exhibitors and our our attendees, all of our colleagues, prized. So I'm real happy that this is behind us. Hmm. So what year is this for Lightfair? Uh, 32nd. 32nd. All right. And uh, we know, maybe tell us the dates again and location. I think we know it, but let's say it. Uh, so the, the conference is five days, June 19th to 23rd. The show is three days, back to the traditional Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday pattern. So that's the 21st to the 23rd in the new West Hall at the Las Vegas Convention Center. Perfect. And the, before you have the pre, is it pre-conference? Is that what we're calling it? Kind of this uh, the, inst- the Institute. The Institute is the two-day show. I, pardon me. The two-day pre-conference we call the Institute. So what do you do Monday. at the Institute again? So those, those courses tend to be full day sessions. So rather than, you know, broken up into smaller 60 minute or 90 minute sessions, they're, they're, they're just longer courses that people invest more time in. Do you, have, do you know what they are? Or are you still finalizing what they're going to be this year? Or are they all kind of laid um, out? Without yeah, they, they are. All, of them, but yeah. 
Yeah, no, they are all, of course, laid out. Um, the, the whole conference track is available at, at byfair.com. Um, I mean, there's there's five tracks for the the conference sessions during the three days. It's 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 a full list. It's about 130, uh, excuse me, 144 courses, 130 CEUs available. People just definitely need to go online and take a look at them. We also did a little different pricing structure this year. In, in years past, we've had packages that um, – turns out it, it was just not as easy for attendees to pick the packages they want. Everyone asks, can we just do it a la carte? So it's a la carte this year. So um, I think the attendees, the, the people looking for the education will be really pleased with the, the offering. Have you seen, I know you guys are tracking uh, uh, registrations. Have you seen any month that it really took off and, and steadied out or is it still growing or where, where are we at in terms of the registration? So right now we're we're pacing a little bit behind Las Vegas 2020. This is actually the last week we can compare it to 2020 because we canceled after this week in 2020. But we're a little behind that, but um, we honestly expect that. The, the, mm-hmm. the trend in trade shows right now is people are registering about three to four weeks before the event. And that's just because they want to make sure the event is actually happening. Isn't that weird? In the past, it yeah. used to be... You know, six months or we'd a year in advance. <laughs> yeah, we'd be looking I mean, at a year. You know, yeah. Well, you know, in 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 regular years, exhibitors would go straight from their space selection to our hospitality desk, and they would go ahead and book their hotel rooms. You know, so um, mm-hmm. we're 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 light years away, unfortunately, from that right now. No I pun see. intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of events as a whole. Like looking at these kinds of events is, I mean, light fair, light and build. These shows used to be monsters, like of attendance. Um, where are you guys at in terms of comparison to 2019 or 2018? Is it a smaller show? Is it more focused? Oh, it is. It is a smaller event, uh, space wise. We have more than 300 exhibitors in the show, um, and you know, a lot of the exhibitors that we've been talking to that had not come in yet. Um, we're waiting to find out how the end of Q1 went for them. And, you know, I'll be honest, they were looking to see if the momentum that we started with our show in October, if that had continued into an, a education, for instance. You know, how was education going to do in New York? You know, that was a phenomenal event. Um, and, and we have continued to get inquiries after that event and after the end of March. Huh. And what do Did that answer your do- question? Yeah, I mean, what 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 does a it has what what does a vendor get out of exhibiting at Light Fair, and how has it changed? Like, are they looking so, for more value? Are they scaling it down? Uh, well, I can tell you, exhibitors are are very definitely looking at their ROI. You, you know, um, they've they've been able to continue to market themselves in absent of any trade show event. So so now when they have trade shows available for them again, they're looking exactly where are they spending their money and why are they spending their money on that? You know, some some companies that might have done a big hospitality event in the past in addition to their booth are are telling us they're they're not going to do the hospitality event anymore because they're expecting to see their client base or their prospects on the show floor and and so they don't need to do anything greater beyond that, obviously beyond you know um, any any individual dinners and things like that. But yes, this is this is a an interesting time for trade shows because um, we understand that not only do our attendees um, 
want to see the product, but they also want to see one another. And and we're we're changing a lot of things up in our in our trade show mix that we haven't had in the past. A lot of on floor education that we introduced last October, we're extending that this year. And and just in general, providing more opportunity for attendees to gather on the show floor and just see one another. And you mentioned something there that I think Mike and I both have struggled with is, is the ROI. How do you put an ROI on a trade show? Because I look at it from my standpoint as a lighting distributor. I've done trade shows in the past, and, and I talk to people, and sometimes those, those people turn into sales. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they do two years later. You never know what's going to yeah. happen, but at least I had that discussion with them. So am I going to look at it a couple weeks later and say, I didn't get any sales out of this. I didn't get my <laughs> ROI. But you can't. You know, and that's Well, right, and- and, and, and the lighting industry really has a, a longer lead time than other industries in, mm-hmm. in which I've been a part. Um, you know, so most exhibitors that I talk with, they have their own way of developing or tracking their ROI. Uh, one of the things that we are doing this year, and this is brand new, is we're launching an appointment scheduler. So we just notified exhibitors of that this past Monday. We're going to launch it to the ex- attendee base next week. But basically, you can go online to an exhibitor's online profile. You can look at everything that the exhibitor has populated online about themselves on our site. And then they'll find a button that says book an appointment. And we have pre-populated for the exhibitor 15-minute appointments, so for every hour for the entire run of the show. We just did that to set it up. But mm. an exhibitor can go into their appointment scheduler. They can, they can change their appointment times from 15 minutes to 30 minutes to an hour. Um, they can see that, you know, Dan's lighting is coming in and I want to assign, you know, Fred, who does the Northeast, is going to talk with him. You know, so um, it's, it's a very robust program, but all of this goes back to the ROI. You know, so we're trying to, to make um, or provide a better opportunity for exhibitors to be able to say definitively, yes, I spoke to him at this show. This is how, you know, this lead came through. And it also helps for our attendees. The thing about a show light fair size is, is you really need to plan ahead. Um, There's a lot of big booths. Um, There's, there's also some smaller booths that you want to make sure you, you develop your schedule so you can go see all of those, those exhibitors as well. So, so this really is going to be a robust program, not only for the exhibitors ROI, but for attendees who are looking for the most efficient use of their time. I mean, it's three short days. Yeah. The, it's interesting. You talk about ROI and when you're talking about people, you notice that people simply want to gather and see one another. I mean, what's the ROI on human interaction? There has to be like, it's so much better than zoom. You know, like I, I well, haven't seen Greg in two and a half years <laughs> and we went out for dinner last night and we had just had such a wonderful time and, you know, nobody was wearing any masks and there's no social distancing. We're just relaxing, having a couple of drinks, eating a nice meal. I mean, a trade show like Lightfair, what a wonderful place to go and see old friends and, and just shake hands and make business deals or not. And I, I think there, there's more to it than this percentage ROI number, Dan. How do we put, a, how do we put our fingers on that? Well, um, again, every exhibitor is going to do it in a different way. Um, but, but yes, the opportunity to, to see one another. And, and again, at a show like Light Fair, where you have the opportunity to see so many more people from a manufacturer, you know, all the way mm. from, you know, obviously your salesperson, but the engineer and the designer, um, you know, you may want to have the opportunity to sit down with the C-suite 
folks from the manufacturers. Um, you know, those are opportunities that you have at a life fair. So, you know, from the exhibitor tents ROI and the attendee ROI, it's, it's really the opportunity to be in the single place, the single large national show for the lighting industry. Do you think the, uh, I'm sure the attendee registration or quantity will go down, but will the quality of the attendees go up for the vendors? Is it people that, you know, can actually make a decision for their company that are going to be going to their booth or is it just going to be, because in the past it was everybody from every company, you know, running around. Is, is that what you're seeing on your end or do you know? Well, you know, I can point right back to the show last October. Um, mm. You know, not not a not a huge show and not a huge attended show, obviously. Um, but I had exhibitors tell me it was simply the best life fair they'd ever had mm. um, because the people who wanted and needed to be there were absolutely there. Ninety percent of the exhibitors that exhibited in twenty twenty one are signed up for this year's show. It's awesome. Mm. Well, and how many so, uh, vendors were there? Vendor, maybe not the right term, but yeah, I think it is. Exhibitors. <laughs> exhibitors. There you go. Yeah. How many were there um, um, two years ago? 200, 200, or last, last October, uh, 237, I think, to be exact. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> how about back before, like in, if you were tracking to 2020, what does that number look like? Uh, uh, well, 2020, we ended before it canceled. So, I mean, we canceled before we got to the show. Yeah. Um, we were we were more like 425 in 2019. So not too bad. I mean, uh, you're coming back on that. And yeah. is, is, is this your first light fair for you officially, or did you do two, 2019? 2019, I started two months before the 2019 show. Okay, so that was your first one. So, so, so this is getting closer to the first real light fair. Um, absolutely. You know, the 2020 show was canceled. 2021 show was a great event, but it certainly was not, um, a, a, a typical light fair. Hmm. And have you booked out? I know next year is New York, right? And 23. Yeah, we're, we're actually, we're booked in Las Vegas through 2028 and we're booked through new in New York through 2029. So every other year. Up every other 29. year. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a, a good move. I know you guys have it bounced around to different locations, but it's nice to, for for me, it doesn't matter as much. I can go either way, easy. But you know, for the coast people, well, it's it, you know, I, I, again, talking about ROI for exhibitors, you know, they certainly need to know how to budget for an event, and it's not as easy to budget if if you're in San Diego one year, in Philadelphia the next year, and then back to Las Vegas, and then back to New York, you know standardizing or, or, or just saying you've got these two marketplaces certainly helps every trade show manager manage their budget much better because they know what the labor costs are and drainage and everything else. For sure. Are there any, any new, I know you've talked about a few, but any other new items that you should highlight that uh, people have, that have been to past light fairs won't know about or until. Yeah. Well, so, so again, one of the things that we introduced last October was the designery, which is a, a, a theater, if you will, within the design pavilion where we had design-led sessions, complimentary, on the show floor, and they were very successful, standing room only for some of the sessions. And so, based upon that, we've added tech talks to the smart pavilion and outdoor exchange to the outdoor pavilion. Uh, those will be a little different than the designery. The designery actually is, is a large stage and, and, and seating. Um, sessions that can go 30 minutes up to an hour. In tech talks and the outdoor exchange, they're going to be smaller, more intimate seating. 
and um, shorter presentations with longer sessions at the end for Q&A. So definitely something that our, our attendees will be looking at. Um, we, we've got Life Fair Live back again, and that's an opportunity for attendees to hear directly from exhibitors in, in presentations that are done within a, a large presentation setting. Um, that is almost completely booked. We only have two sessions left. So a lot of on-floor education that our attendees will be able to take, take advantage of this show. Mm. June 19th to 23rd. New West Hall, Las Vegas Convention Center. Dan Darby, any final thoughts for the Get a Grip on Lighting listeners? Uh, real quick, the early bird rate ended last Friday, but with the <laughs> airlines lifting the mask mandate just yesterday, we decided to extend the early bird rate one more week because a lot of people, you know, didn't want to fly for six hours with a mask on, and, and now it doesn't look like they'd have to. So if you've not yet registered and you want to take advantage of that early bird rate, jump on before this Friday. Funny story. I was actually in the airport yesterday and I was seeing it happen. Really? You know, people were half had them on, half were taking them off. I was at a bar of all things. And the bartender was like, <laughs> I saw him go, really? And then they said, yeah. And he, and he took his mask off. He goes, I don't have to wear this now. First time in two years, you know, and it, it was crazy well, you know, seeing it, it actually happen. Yeah. Um, we had heard that the, it might have been left, and obviously, you know, it had to be extended. So this was something yeah. we had we had been talking about. So um, anyway, we're happy to extend that. We hope a lot of people can take advantage of it. Definitely, looking forward to it on my end. Well, we could talk about COVID for a bit if you want. <laughs> no, back to light. Fair. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> And folks, if you're out there, if you're listening, you know, be sure to check in uh, for Light Fair June 19th to 23rd in in Las Vegas. And of course, Greg, the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors, a little more of an intimate event with us uh, partnering with Arclight Summit, uh, September 13th. I have that right? Yeah. September 13th. 13th. A lot of dates going on. I know, there's a lot of dates (laughs) uh, in Dallas Market Center. And, you know, come on down to that. And if you, if you're out there listening to this and you have a counter and you need yourself a counter mat, we we dug out some of the old nailed stuff and there's these beautiful counter mats, all those bulb shapes and everything, socket styles, all that sort of stuff. Just email info at nail.org. And if you're listening and you can't see it, this is a counter mat. So it sits on your counter and can help your customers identify your light bulbs yep the only problem is it's the old nailed phone number but you don't care about that just email info at nail.org baby that's right thanks for listening bye for now